0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, January 16th. On this date in 1996, Jamaican authorities opened fire on a seaplane they believed belonged to a drug trafficker. But that was a mistake. Aboard the plane were two well-known rock stars. Do you remember who they were? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center to see what your Monday forecast has in store. All right, good morning to you, meteorologist Joey Silvine here on this Monday morning, where we're starting out cold, lots of frost as you head outside these morning temperatures in the upper 50s at noon. We'll go in the low 60s this afternoon under a mostly sunny to partly cloudy sky. So a cool day, but not as chilly as this weekend. Tomorrow morning, temperatures will start out in the 40s, so those mornings are going to get a little milder out there. High tomorrow, 72 degrees clouds will increase late in the day tuesday a couple of showers possible wednesday looks dry at 76 will be a 74 on thursday after that cooling down a little bit headed toward the weekend along with the chance of a couple of showers
1: you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the low country's news leader live five news
0: and now your morning headlines National parks are offering free admission today in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day to visit any of the more than 400 national parks throughout the country.
2: Our Emily Johnson was at Fort Sumter and tells us more about the free parks event. Visitors at Fort Sumter told me that they think that offering free admission to these national parks is a great way to bring out more people to learn about the history behind some of the notable places in South Carolina. Over 400 national parks throughout the country are offering free admission on MLK Day. There are seven national parks in South Carolina that bring in over a million visitors each year. The other day's free admission will be offered this year will be during National Park Week, Great American Outdoors Day, National Public Lands Day, and Veterans Day.
3: Um, well, to learn to learn about the past helps you know about the future.
2: If you are off of work today, maybe consider spending your free time at one of the national parks, especially before it gets too warm outside. On Sullivan's Island, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News.
3: All right, thank you, Emily. Well, a local hospital is in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day is honoring a staff member for their contributions in the areas of diversity, equity, and inclusion.
0: That award will be presented tomorrow evening at MUSC's 33rd Annual Black History Intercollegiate Consortium
3: MLK Celebration. Our Alicia Wimberly, she spoke with the recipient of the award and brings us the details about why she was selected for the honor. Good morning, Alishva.
1: Yeah, good morning, Nick and Katie. Well, this year, MUSC is recognizing Dr. Lauren Galar, a associate professor and director of Division of Healthcare Studies. Now, Dr. Galar says she's incredibly humbled by the award, but it's been a team effort with many other people. She says she hopes tomorrow's celebration, which is free and open to the public, will motivate everyone to continue working toward increasing diversity and inclusion in the healthcare workforce. Throughout the years, MUSC officials say Dr. Galar has worked to increase access to higher education to students of color for rural, first-generation, and disadvantaged students. She's worked with community colleges to bring students into pre-health profession tracks with the goal of decreasing financial barriers. She's also created a mentorship program to help students with self-confidence and advocated for the MUSC to take challenges students may have faced into account during the admissions process. If we can
0: educate people from within those communities and then they can serve those communities, I think we're going to have an amazing impact on the health of individuals in the state of South Carolina. Tomorrow's event runs from
1: 630 to 8 p.m. and will be hosted by the Citadel at the Holiday Alumni Center located at 69 Haygood Avenue. Reporting live in Charleston County, Alicia Wimberly, Live 5 News.
3: Thank you, Alicia. Well, another way that Charleston is marking Martin Luther King Jr. Day is the the YWCA's Holiday Parade. There will be floats, bands, dancers, and more this year. Organizers say the parade will start this morning at 1030 at Burke High School and make its way through downtown Charleston. The theme of this year's celebration is Do the Work in Honor of King's Legacy.
0: Ahead of today's holiday, a sculpture commemorating Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife, Coretta Scott King, that was unveiled in Boston last week. According to its mission statement, Embrace Boston is an organization that seeks to dismantle systemic racism through intersectional disciplines, including art. The design of the memorial, located in Boston Common was based on a photo of the couple hugging after Dr. King learned he'd won the Nobel Peace Prize back in 1964. Several of the King's descendants were there at the unveiling. How cool. The deadline to apply for FEMA disaster assistance is fast approaching. Renters and homeowners in Charleston and Georgetown counties have until next Monday to apply. That's January the 23rd. The assistance is for people who have damage to their property after Hurricane Ian. FEMA says the money can be used for temporary housing as well as home repairs to make your home safe and accessible. A link to register for assistance can be found under the big red box on life5news.com.
3: Public dollars for private schools. That's the bill heading to the state Senate floor this week. The bill would give some families up to $6,000 a year For private school tuition this is not the first time a bill like this has been introduced last year the bill died after lawmakers couldn't agree over a standardized test for students using that money the bill made it through the senate's education committee last thursday republican senate majority leader shane massey says it will go to the senate floor tomorrow for debate
0: Public safety is a top priority at the South Carolina State House this year, and that includes improving school safety. Governor Henry McMaster is asking lawmakers to put $27 million in the next state budget for more schools to hire school resource officers. He says that would bring the percent of schools with armed certified SROs up to 91%. Master is also asking for another three and a half million to create the center for school safety and targeted violence at the old Gilbert Elementary School in Lexington County. The South Carolina Law Enforcement Division would oversee it. They can go to that school to be in a, a school-like environment that knows students there, and they'll be able to have drills and learn CPR and all the things that they'll need to know the, how to operate and respond in those kinds of cases. The governor is also proposing SLED partner with the FBI and Homeland Security to provide training at the center and share best practices.
3: It's been seven years since an unknown gunman killed 26-year-old Antoine Green at a barbershop off Savage Road. Deputies are hoping someone will come forward with information to help them solve the cold case. They say Green was sitting on the couch in Marvin's barbershop back on January 15, 2016. That's when a man opened the front door and shot him. No arrests have been made in Green's death. Anyone with information should contact the Charleston County Sheriff's Office.
0: The Beaufort County Sheriff's Office has arrested a man following a late-night crash that ended in the Burton area. Nathaniel Sims is facing multiple charges, including trafficking cocaine, trafficking meth, fleeing to evade arrest, and resisting arrest. A deputy says they attempted to stop Mims Saturday night after they say he was driving nearly 30 miles over the speed limit. The Sheriff's Office says after a brief chase, the vehicle ended up rolling over and hitting a tree. Deputies say Mims ran from the crash. And a deputy chased after him, eventually arresting him. Mims is being held in the Beaufort County Jail pending a bond hearing.
3: One person is dead after a crash in the Santee area. The South Carolina Highway Patrol says it happened on I ninety five yesterday, just after eleven thirty in the morning. A car was traveling north on the interstate when it ran off the right side of the road and hit a tree. The driver died on scene. The name of the victim has not yet been released.
0: At the top of the show, I mentioned Jamaican authorities opening fire on a seaplane they mistakenly believed belonged to a drug trafficker. Instead, there were two famous musicians on board. The plane was owned by one of them, Jimmy Buffett. U2 singer Bono was also on the plane. Fortunately, neither one of them was hurt. Celebrating birthdays today, director John Carpenter, who brought us the Halloween films, is 75. Actress, dancer Debbie Allen is 73. Supermodel Kate Moss is 49. And actor and playwright Lin-Manuel Miranda of Hamilton is 43. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with us here at Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com podcasts and download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from
0: Live 5 News, the Low Country's News Leader.